Now prepare your hearts and minds for this message from Pastor Hall. Many are of the belief that life is what you make it. Unfortunately, a lot of people feel that they are living in hell on earth. Well, my response is, hell here is nothing like hell hereafter. If living in this world feels like hell, you definitely do not want to die and spend eternity in hell. Since about 30% of the world profess to be a Christian, this means that at least 70% of the world is on their way to hell. If about 30% of the world profess to be a Christian, the percentage is actually less because all who profess do not necessarily possess what they profess. Jesus Christ died and resurrected to give people an opportunity to escape hell. After Jesus resurrected, he remained on earth for 40 days before he ascended back to heaven. Before Jesus ascended to heaven, he gave the great commission to go. Since Jesus has commissioned us to go, today's message is entitled, Let's Go. Matthew chapter 28 verse 19 reads from the ESV Bible, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The Greek word, por you oh my, which we commonly and correctly translate in English as go, was written in a manner that causes scholars to interpret Jesus as giving followers a commission. Afterward, Jesus clearly commands followers of Christ to make disciples. The command to make disciples derives from the Greek word mathetuo, which is an imperative verb. Jesus commands his followers to go and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Again, since Jesus has commissioned us to go, today's message is entitled, Let's Go. Let's go and inspire people to be followers of Jesus Christ. In other words, let's go and make disciples. This is the key idea. Let's go and make disciples. How should believers go and make disciples? First, we should go and make disciples immediately. When Jesus gave his disciples this great commission, a sense of urgency was attached. Going and making disciples was the main point that Jesus made before ascending back to heaven. Going and making disciples is necessary in order to fulfill Jesus' purpose for being incarnated, crucified, 
buried, and resurrected. Going and making disciples is vital in order to grow churches. Going and making disciples is incumbent in order to decrease Hale's population. Because of a great need, followers of Christ should go and make disciples immediately. We really do not have any time to waste. Unbelievers are dying daily. In the last year, many have been concerned about the numbers of people supposedly dying daily because of COVID-19. More importantly, people should be concerned about the numbers of people dying daily without God in their lives. When people die without God in their lives, the Bible says that they will spend eternity in hell. Again, to reduce the numbers of people going to hell, disciples of Christ must go and make disciples immediately. Furthermore, many of our churches are experiencing a decline. People do not go to church like they used to. Unfortunately, some of us are using worldly gimmicks to attract people, but this is not biblical. God wants his church to be filled with disciples, not necessarily church folk, not necessarily church members, but filled with disciples of Jesus Christ. Simply put, God wants his church to be filled with believers who are sincerely and seriously following Jesus Christ. To fulfill God's desire concerning his church, we need to go and make disciples for Christ immediately. Secondly, we should go and make disciples intelligently. As a reminder, the word intelligently means to be clever on a high level. The business of going and making disciples is a high level which necessitates intelligence. The business of going and making disciples is a high level which cannot be properly addressed by people who ignore facts. Going and making disciples requires intelligence to begin with. We need to know Jesus in order to go and make disciples. A lot of people know Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but they do not know Jesus. A lot of people know certain celebrities, but they do not know Jesus. To go and make disciples, we must have a personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Namely, we must know Jesus. Moreover, we need to know the Bible in order to go and make disciples. It is questionable when people say that they know Jesus but don't know the Bible. One of the most important ways to know Jesus is through the Bible. We need to know the Bible not only to know Jesus but also to discuss Jesus. 
We need to know the Bible in order to instruct others how to follow Jesus. After all, learning and following Jesus is what discipleship entails. Furthermore, we need to know people in order to make disciples. People are people, but all people are not alike. For example, to effectively minister to people in other countries, we need to learn as much about them beforehand. Even in our own country, we need to learn as much about the people we target to reach beforehand. For instance, ministering to people who are impoverished requires a different approach than ministering to people who are affluent. In many cases, people who are impoverished need to be fed physically before trying to minister to them spiritually. In addition, we need to know how to communicate in order to go and make disciples. By the grace of God, I have been blessed to travel abroad. Communication was a major barrier when trying to minister to people who could not understand the English language. The English language is the only language that I know. Often I have used my phone translator to communicate with people in other countries who did not speak or understand English. Communicating about Jesus can be difficult even if all parties involved speak the same language. Sometimes believers fail to communicate effectively to unbelievers because we use church language that only church folk can understand. I agree with a preacher who once said, the gospel is not the simple to be made complex, but the gospel is the complex to be made simple. Growing up as a child, in the dialogue that occurs in many of our churches, when the preacher is preaching, people would yell out saying, make it plain. Perhaps we often fail in our communication by making it profound instead of by making it plain. Our communication is more effective when we communicate with simplicity rather than complexity. All of this validates the point that going and making disciples requires intelligence. Nevertheless, some may desire to do what they are incapable of doing. These individuals lack what they need to know in order to go and make disciples. Now I need to be very careful at this point because I can easily be misunderstood. I am not trying to give anyone an excuse for not going and making disciples. Going and making disciples is the work of the church. Many prefer to do church work than the work of the church. As a pastor for a total of 
34 consecutive years, I have not had a lot of challenges motivating people to do church work. However, I have had a lot of challenges trying to motivate people to do the work of the church. Let's work on knowing what we need to know so that we can go and make disciples intelligently. Thirdly, we should go and make disciples inclusively. The word inclusively suggests a broad scope of people. When Jesus gave us the Great Commission, he commanded us to go and make disciples of all nations. Going and making disciples of all nations is the same as saying going and making disciples inclusively. In short, inclusively is another way of saying all nations. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. once said that Sunday at 11 o'clock is the most segregated hour in this nation. I agree with Dr. King, but it is ironic. Sunday at 11 o'clock is a common time when a lot of people are in a place of worship. A place of worship, you would think, is the last place to experience segregation. Fortunately, this is changing in many places. Although the congregation that I am the pastor of is predominantly black, I do not like to say that I am the pastor of a black church. I preach and teach that all people are welcome at our church because heaven will not be segregated. Our churches should not be segregated at least by design or intent. Every type of people should be welcome when they enter into any church. We must remember that the church belongs to Jesus Christ and he invites all to come unto him. Since Jesus invites all to come to him, we must go to all in behalf of him. Basically, we cannot be guilty of being selective when we go and make disciples. Jesus wants us to go and make disciples of all nations. In summation, Jesus wants us to go and make disciples inclusively. This is in alignment with our church theme, reaching others for Christ. God gave me this theme at the end of 2019 with emphasis on commitment and unity. I did not know at that time that we would experience the beginning of a pandemic a few months later. I did not know all of the details about how we were going to reach others for Christ. However, during this pandemic, God has used our congregation to reach others for Christ 
in greater ways than we had been doing in the history of our congregation. I am sure this is the case pertaining to many of our congregations. Before the pandemic, God was using me to prepare our congregation for others. By others, I mean people other than ourselves, people unlike ourselves, people who look different, think different, behave different, and even believe different than ourselves. Our job is to reach others, then allow God to do his job, which is to regenerate others. In other words, if we reach them, God will regenerate them. We need to go and make disciples inclusively. Today's message is entitled, Let's Go. This title originates from Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, which reads in the ESV Bible, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The key idea for today's message is, let's go and make disciples. We discuss three ways believers should go and make disciples. One, we should go and make disciples immediately. Two, we should go and make disciples intelligently. Three, we should go and make disciples inclusively. In recent days, we observed Holy Week. On Good Friday, Jesus died. After being buried in a borrowed tomb for three days and three nights, Jesus resurrected. While on earth for 40 days between his resurrection and ascension, Jesus gave us the Great Commission. Again, in Matthew chapter 28, this time verses 18 through 20 reads from the ESV Bible, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. I love the conclusion of the Great Commission, but many take it out of context. Yes, Jesus is promising his presence unto the end of the world. However, this promise is not made to everyone. This promise is made to followers of Christ who are in the business of going and making disciples. When we are busy going and making disciples, Jesus promised to be with us always. Again, this is good news to me. I am elated to know that as long as I am going and making disciples, Jesus is with me always. 
I cannot speak for any of you listening at this very moment, but I can speak for myself. I need Jesus to be with me always. I know what it feels like to not always have someone that I love. Fact of the matter, one of my greatest challenges in life has been those times when I experienced grief from losing who or what I loved. I will tell anyone that if you have someone in your life that you love, enjoy the love of your life each day because you may not have the love of your life every day. Although some people will not be with us forever, thank God Jesus promised to be with us forever when we are going and making disciples. The conditions are loud and clear. If we want Jesus to be with us always, we must go and make disciples. My beloved, I have made it this far because Jesus is with me always. I have been a pastor since I was very young. Actually, I have been a pastor for 34 consecutive years. I have endured the pastorate all of these years because Jesus is with me always. I have made it through some mighty tough times because Jesus is with me always. I can say like the hymnologist, I've seen the lightning flashing and heard the thunder roll. I felt sins, breakers dashing, trying to conquer my soul. I've heard the voice of my Savior telling me still to fight on. He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. He died for me on the mountain. For me, they pierced his side. For me, he opened the fountain, the crimson cleansing tide. For me, he's waiting in glory, seated upon his throne. He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. No, never alone. No, never alone. He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. My beloved, if there ever was a time when the world needs the Lord. That time is now. Jesus told us to go and make disciples. So why are we procrastinating? What are we waiting on? Let's go. This is Pastor Kevin B. Hall of the St. John Missionary Baptist Church in Richmond, California. If you are a member of St. John, please check your emails each Thursday for information from the pastor's desk. Also, please visit our website to hear messages like this, to learn about our online ministries, and to experience more about St. John at sjmbc.org. If you, member or non-member, have not done so, please join our mailing list, which is under Contact Us. 
Whether you are a member or non-member of St. John, allow God to bless you by supporting St. John financially while we are deprived of assembling together. You can mail or hand deliver your tithes and offerings to our St. John South Campus, 662 South 52nd Street, Richmond, California, 94804. Or you can give online by going through our website, sjmbc.org. If you do not have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, but desire one, you can invite God into your life by repeating the words of this prayer. Father, I acknowledge my sinful condition and I stand on your word which informs me that if I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that you have raised him from the dead, that I shall be saved. Save me in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer sincerely, you are now saved. When we shall soon worship together again, please come to St. John and introduce yourself. Now to all believers, please join me in this short prayer. Father, we pray for the salvation and survival of all your people, and we pray that all believers will adhere to your message, which says, let's go. This is our prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. May God bless and sustain each of us. And please share with others this message entitled, Let's Go. Go, 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 go ye therefore and teach all nations. Go, 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 baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Ghost.
Brother Jesus had tabernacled here for 40 days. It was nearing the time that he must go back to the Father and the Bible gives us to know that one day out on the lowly hill with the 11 disciples standing around him no doubt one of the disciples said Lord must you go Jesus said if I go not the comforter will not come but in the meantime I'm not going to leave you comfortless but I want you to go ye therefore and teach all nations and I want you to baptize them in the name of the Father in the name of the Son in the name of the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all Go, 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 go. 